Hello and welcome to another installment of Casual Tracker. This is Scott. This is going to be my review, overview of a film series I just got done watching on Lifetime. It's called The Bad Seed and The Bad Seed Returns. Stars McKenna Grace as, as Emma Grossman. Both movies star the same lead actress, which is good. It kind of reminded me a little bit of The Good Son in a way, but I do prefer I prefer The Good Son because it's some a movie that I grew up with, and I just it's kind of like they they had this movie where they released it a couple years ago, where guys go like some kind of game night thing, and then like someone else does the stuff, and they have to like deal with all this stuff, and it's all real and and everything else. But it reminded me of the game with Michael Douglas. Kind of like that. It's a good movie on itself, but it reminds me of this movie that I think is better for one reason or another. So that does not mean that The Bad Seed is bad by any measure or The Bad Seed Returns is bad. It just reminded me of a previous movie that, for one reason or another, I like better. Like The like the Good Son with Macaulay Culkin and Elijah Wood. That was, that was kind of disturbing. Maybe it's because I'm comparing it to him as Kevin McAllister versus how he's playing it in The Good Son. That could be it too. So if I just saw The Good Son, it'd be like, eh. But because I saw him in Home Alone and then I see him playing this completely different character, you know, maybe that's just the way that I'm misremembering it. So I would take that as a grain of, you know, I put a little asterisk on that. But. It does have parallels to that. So if you've seen that movie, it's going to go, hey, isn't that the, isn't that the kind of the same thing? And maybe The Good Son is based on the same, same thing too. I'm going to have to look that up now just to double check because maybe that was inspired by. But that's neither here nor there. So Emma Grossman, as played by McKenna Grace, um, lives with her uncle in the first movie and her aunt in the second movie. And everyone starts dying around her under these mysterious circumstances. And no one can tell or describe what's going on. And there's even scenes where there's a lot of plot armor or a lot of things that happen that just would not happen in reality. Because someone would see there'd be evidence there'd be a way to make a timeline to be able to see where was this person at and would that person be able to do this because the way the first movie ends it kind of puts the blame on this particular person but then every death would have to be attributed to that person and their availability would have to be there and that means that the, that Emma would have planned it from the beginning and I don't think that's the way it was happening it was kind of just happening as it was going so the person that they decided to blame at the end of the movie, I don't know if that would hold up to scrutiny if someone actually looked into where that person was during each of the situations. One of them, it was very, very um, noticeable because they were somewhere else doing a particular thing that might prevent them from being able to do the actual crime itself. But... I don't want to spoil anything. I'm not going to go too deep into detail on anything. I will say that there's parts where it kind of drags. Both movies have kind of like lulls a little bit. The second movie, not so much because McKenna Grace is a little bit older. So it's able to be more eccentric on her. 
the first movie is more about Rob Lowe's character, and then you kind of got to see her from. It was like a, it was like if you had to divide the movie between Rob Lowe and McKenna Grace, I would say that he had seventy percent of the screen, maybe because he was reacting to these things, the things that were happening on around him, and then we would go to her for five or six minutes, and then back to him again. This one here was more just her. If that makes sense. I'm pretty sure I'm describing that wrong. But I felt like I saw more Rob Lowe in the first movie. And I saw more McKenna Grace in the second movie. Um, Which one did I like better? I definitely think I would say I liked the sequel better than the first one. I when 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 movies are done and they do things that just have a lot of plot armor or if it just happened because it was in the script or if like if someone's supposed to be investigating something it's kind of how do they not find this how do they not figure this out, out themselves when you do an arson investigation there's certain things that are being looked for um motive that kind of thing um did the character have the capacity or to be able to do that what was what was what was Emma Grossman doing? Well, how did her interview look? Did the investigators have like questions about her behavior? I mean, that's how in the real world you find these people that do have some sort of issue. It's how they present themselves. In this movie, it didn't feel like that's what they were doing. She just acted like a damsel in distress and everything was fine again. But let me make sure it's clear. I did enjoy both movies, and I'm not much of a murder uh, person thing. I don't need gore. It's not not fun for me. I'd rather a great story. And what the only problem I had with it is that I didn't really get the vibe of why she was a psychopath. What led her into that? It was kind of like she just was, and I'm fine if it's just going to be she just was. But the second movie, she has friends, she's adjusted, and all of a sudden bad things start happening. I just don't think that that would be the transition. Even if you pretend, like we see in the second movie, she rehearses everything she says to people because she wants to make sure it's just right. But then if she, friends are actually her friends, they're going to pick up on these little ticks and stuff like that. There's going to be things that people are able to see, whether it be family or friends, even the school. Something's going to happen. And there's always never any witnesses to anything. And those are the things that bugged me. But the things that bugged me were less than the things that I thought were good. Like it was good seeing the investigation of the, my, my, the uh, Milo's school teacher or whatever talking to people and figuring things out. And then um, we slowly see all these people who are getting closer to the truth suddenly have an accident that uh, causes them to die. And then the bodies start piling up, but no one starts going, well, Emma's this and Emma's that and Emma's this are all dead. Where's Emma at? You know, that that part there was probably the biggest glaring thing for me. If some, if 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 I'm in the middle and four or five people that I know are dead and I was around them within a couple of, you know, moments of that within days people are going to start asking me hey four people you know have turned up dead where are you at what were you doing do you have an alibi even if i'm 13 years years old or so or however old she was portraying in the bad seed you would think that would still happen especially when she's 17 or whatever she's playing in the bad seed returns 
Because just because she's a girl doesn't mean that she can't do these things. And I'm like, there's just too much history for anyone to overlook that fact. Even just a regular investigator should be able to go, McKenna, uh, not McKenna Grace, (sighs) Emma Grossman has been at the heart of most of these crimes. A lot of the people that she knows, and when she goes to them, this is when this stuff starts happening. Albeit there is a four-year lull. So... It's 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 a movie. It's supposed to be for entertainment. Um, is it the best movie I've I've ever seen? By far means no. Is it a passable movie where you sit down and you watch it again? Yeah, I mean maybe. It's not overly gory. It's not like massively gross. It's more of the they lean into the suspense rather than the gore side of it because it's just really about a girl trying to get away with the crime. And doing so pretty effortlessly, really. And I know in in one of the in one of the movies, I'm not gonna say which one. There's a character that hears something while this person is being injured, and uh, McKenna Grace as as uh, Emma Grossman uh, does that, and then that person remembers but this is where we get into the situation where you know someone did something bad and then you're going to threaten this person while you are and don't have the capacity to i don't know fight back if they chose to injure you in some way this person is already injured and is threatening this person who they believe did something to them earlier which caused them Massive injury. So I don't think that's a wise course. And that happened twice in the sequel. Um, There's one person that does some sort of thing that tries to make what Emma Grossman is doing known, but it is is stopped when Emma discovers this and just no longer makes that be a thing. So that's, that's, that's basically... Uh, the only irritations I have I had with the movie, other than that, they were both pretty good. Especially with them being lifetime movies, they were really good in that respect. Is this a theater movie? Definitely not. Is it, it, it a movie that you could watch again and again and again? Probably not. It is kind of slow, just a hair. Um, would I, would I recommend it? Yeah, it's a good watch. It's not bad. I mean, it's not good. It's not bad. It's all right. It's an okay movie. But uh, I hope they do make it three because so far she has gotten away away with the crime. That's the one thing I hate in in, in the movies is when they get away with it and that's just it. Like This feels incomplete. Like by the end of the movie, like, come on, something has to happen. Something like... Like, like, like maybe someone recorded a video and she thought she deleted it and then and she sent it on accident or deleting it sends it or something like that to where she finally gets revealed that she's doing all this stuff. And maybe if they do make a third one, she'll finally get caught because that's what, that's what this girl deserves. And that's a testament to this movie. I got invested so much in the movie. I cared if she got it, that she was arrested. 
and goes to prison. A fictitious character portrayed by an actress in a movie that once the credits roll ceases to exist and no longer matter to anything. So the movie can't be all that bad because here I am with emotion trying to say this girl needs to get her she needs she needs she needs to get her karma. It should be called the bad seed forever karma or something like that. I don't know. And then in the third movie directed by the lead actress, that that's how she said she would be in this movie again. If she wants to do a third one, she's going to have to direct it. So I'm not sure how that works, but I hope it's not four years that I have to wait for the sequel to this. It's not like I want to watch it because it's a grandiose production or any of those reasons, but um, I wanna. I just wanna see the 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 story end. We've had a beginning, we've had a middle. Now we need the end. We need to see her finally get to the situation where she can't control and she can't just damsel in distress her way out of it. And she finally has to come to terms with what she did. What I was really hoping in the sequel is that there was gonna be like a like a Rob Lowe type thing where. Like he's like she's doing something and she looks up and she sees him. It's like in her mind and stuff like that. That's what I was kind of hoping to see a little bit, but that didn't happen. But maybe in the third one, her conscious, her conscious, her conscious conscience will start seeing the better of her, and maybe maybe they'll bring back Rob Rob Lowe as her conscience, and she will accidentally reveal herself on accident or. Maybe she can play her own conscience and we see the good side of her. And the good side wants to come out and overpower the bad side. That would be kind of cool. We could call, you could call it the good seed. And maybe she gets like hit on the head in something or she's playing a game or maybe she's in college now or whatever. She's 17 in real life almost. So she can be graduating high school and she falls off the stage and she has amnesia and that makes it to be where she becomes a good person and then the bad person comes out and she has to do like a like a, a mental fight with herself kind of like superman 3 in the in in the um in the um in the uh junkyard that she she has to fight each other and then at the end of the movie she wins against the bad seed and then we get a good emma grossman I think that would be kind of cool. I just, I just want to, I just want the story to be resolved. So I know I didn't go into too much detail in the movie, so I don't want to spoil them. It's just basically a girl and everyone around her that wants to do her wrong or or turn her in. They all end up dead, and she keeps getting away with a crime. That's basically basically both movies four years apart. So. Kudos for the production sucking me in, making me want a third movie. I think it might even work as a TV show if they do it right. They just don't don't, don't stretch it out so long. Just kind of tighten it up a, a, a little bit and, and make it like a mystery and not so in your face. Like the, like the, like the crimes are happening but not so close to where Emma's like right next door. 
Like, if the neighbor ends up dead, I'm going to get interviewed by the cops and I'm going to be, I'm going to act all cool and they're going to, they're going to find that out. And Emma was killing people that were around her. So she should have been, should have been interviewed. She should have been caught, really, with how easy she cracks and how weird she acts and how the psychologist would understand all this. She even sees a shrink who she's able to win over in the first movie. So, if you haven't seen either movie, you should probably binge both. I don't know exactly where they're located at, but they're a Lifetime movie. So, wherever you find your Lifetime movie, you should be able to see The Bad Seed and The Bad Seed Returns, starring um, McKenna Grace. Again, she's from, uh, she played Phoebe in Ghostbusters Afterlife. And I thought she was good in that, I thought, I thought she was good in that, mo- in that movie too. But, that will conclude this podcast.